Hey friends, it's Crystal with a K with another Steepy Watch. Okay, so let's talk about Prize Pantry in Eustabin, which lets you unleash your inner Saturday morning maniac as you rifle through boxes of cereal until you find the incredible prize inside. But please do not eat the cereal. We know it's early to say that, but we really can't emphasize how important it is that you do not eat the cereal. The faux flakes may look like the real thing, but they are chemically indigestible to a degree that really is irresponsible. So don't eat the flakes. It's a really big day with the 150 years of dreaming festivities finally adding a little dream dust to Prize Pantry, one of our favorite spots that doesn't get the love it deserves. Beginning next week, customers of Prize Pantry may find more than a t-shirt or slap bracelet in their inedible breakfast because Dentonic Creationeers have created a one-of-a-kind enamel pin with the famous Dentonic logo and a gold embossed 150. It's so cute and get this gang, they only made one. Some people are estimating this could be worth as much as 10 sweets. All right, that's all for this week's Watch Steepies. And remember, like Dentonic always says, never know when to stop dreaming. Sorry, I'm trying to make my mouth start talking. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the hardest part. Nothing is coming out. Do you want us to start? Hi, everybody. Welcome uh, to either welcome to or welcome back, depending on where where you're at, to uh, the Adventure Zone Steeplechase. We're so happy to have you back. Thanks for deciding to, to take a, a spin on this. Can uh, I do what we, you usually do to me and be like, please, the yarn anything. spinner takes the loom in his hands and weaves a magical tail. Take the wizard by his hands as he flies you around on his rug made of wings and an angel's hair. I now, like Griffin, that. Uh, that was beautiful and I loved it, but I do just want to jump back real quick to Justin uh, thanking people to listening to our show by using the phrase, taking a spin on this. <laughs> Which also Spin sounds like a this. like a weird way to ask somebody if they want to engage in coitus with you. Hey, baby, want to so, take a spin on this? How much of this <laughs> do you guys feel like is going to be dragging me, and how much of it is going to be like action adventure? Would you say? I think for the 50, first 50? episode, fifty fifty. Yeah, I've been so nervous. I've been trying to will myself to start, but I think I should just start. Yeah, I think that's the only thing I'm going to be able to do is okay. just just start. I believe in you, son. Who is that? That's our dad. Oh, has he been on the show before? Why are you being a goofball right now? I don't want any kind of goofing around, please. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is one of the serious ones? This is a serious one. You gotta okay. say that up front. Here we go. All right. Here I go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you remember last time uh, a, a woman had just fallen from the sky 
Okay, Beef leans over to Emmerich, or says to Emmerich, um, do you think that this is more of like a Linden scenario or like a Beef All scenario? right, all right, one sec. And you see the woman reach behind her and she, with a single slash of one of those blades, cuts her wire down and the wire just goes catapulting. It was under a lot of tension. The The wire just goes catapulting back up into the the sky and she sort of like gracefully lets herself go and uh, lands on the ground. Right, who do we have? Who are you? Names, please. Um, um I am uh, Emmerich Dreadway. Um, right. Yes. You? Yes. Emmerich. Mm-hmm. Well, my name is Beef Punchley, you know, the mountain Oh, meat. my God, Beef Punchley. Yeah, the slamming Oh, my slab. God. I was such a big fan of you in your prime. Okay. Uh, you? I was inside. Uh, I couldn't be bothered to, I was in the middle of a sales pitch. But for the, Oh, so you're not there. But for the interest of... Uh, introductions, uh, I will poke my head uh, outside and see what my two cohorts are doing and then walk over. All right, who are you? Late arrival? And who are you? No, wait, who, who are you? I, I have all these knives. Who are you? Uh, Montrose, you she, she fell from um, the sky and she was on a, a big cord and then she cut the cord, the cord flew away but I don't think she's from uh, around here, just to fill you in. Oh, Beef Punch has got a bit of smarts in addition to his muscle. What's your handle? Oh, uh, my name is Montrose Pretty, and uh, it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Right, Montrose Beef Emmerich. Oh, this is awkward, but I don't have a lot of time. So I'm just going to lay it out to you quick, right? What kind of guys are you? What sort of men? Uh, well, I'm I'm a big guy, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, right. big guy. I should have been more specific, right? Like I'm sort of middleweight, uh, I guess you could say. Uh, not too big, not too small. Well, the papers work fine. I can see you all right. Are you the sort of men who would like to make a little extra coin, maybe even a sweet, real cheap and squeaky like? Listen, I'm flattered. Uh, but, um, I, I, I'm, uh, not really interested in, uh, entanglements at the Fun. moment. What about you? Any of you? I just need warm bodies at this point, and you're the closest ones. Um, I would be interested. Um, we are currently in need of, uh, funding. Right. I think is a nice way of putting it. Okay. We are seeking angel investors for Good. a exciting opportunity. Well, boys, how would you like to be your own angels, eh? What about you, Beef? I'm I'm not looking for a date, if that's what you're looking for. Oh, good. Yeah, me neither. I need you to help me with a little bit of uh, nasty business. And if it all goes smooth, right, you're going to be walking away with a little bit of coin. How's that sound? It still kind of seems like a di- like you're looking for a hookup. Perhaps this is not the sort of conversation that should take place outside when you have just smashed through the sky. Right, but I don't have another time to have it. My name's Gravel. I'm about to rob the Paris Pantry, and you three are going to help me. Oh, it's a robbery. Okay, yeah, brother, let's do it. Really? You're beef. 
You flip real quick. Oh, I thought you were—I thought you were looking to engage in sexual congress with one of us. Um, but Don't flatter if... yourself, Imrik. What do you think? Um, that would be conducive. That would be very, very conducive to our goals. Montrose, so, uh, I need one more. I, I think on. we just have to. I have I expressed. I'm have... in a real rush, Montrose. It's Let's just, just have a people, yes and we'll get along. People are watching this conversation take place. You have just smashed through the sky like some sort of... Uh, there was nobody around. Oh, there wasn't? Uh-uh. Well, then then that's fine. You didn't um, ask. Trust okay, me, there's nobody is, around. Is there anyone... I want to survey the area. Is there anyone around? You're going to use a... No, you don't have to roll for that. Just look yeah, around. Yeah, it's not a daring action. I look around. There's no one. Okay. <laughs> no one in the area. Normally, there would be. Yeah. Normally there would be uh, quite a crowd here, but you've remembered that today is the day of the big unveiling. Today is the day that they're going to be unveiling this pin for everybody to see. It's going to be on display for a little while until they slip it into one of the prize pantry boxes and leave it for someone to discover. Um, Sorry, Gravel, if I could drop beef just for a second. Um, Oh my God, you sound completely different. Yes, uh, I'm... I'm really Lyndon. Don't worry about it. So this is throwing me. Okay, Vief, go ahead. Sorry, really, really on a time crunch. But whatever it is, super quick. Let's step inside the arcade real quick, just in case. Just in cases. Okay. Um. So listen, as we've established, uh, we are not above this. We are interested, and Fantastic. Uh, we do need money. Um. But okay. but but we've kind of uh got. A pretty good established thing going here in Eustabin. Um, And I am, from experience, I've learned not to shit where I eat. That's so smart. I love that. Thank you. If we're on a time crunch, it would probably help if you didn't interrupt. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. Go ahead, Beef. Brains and um, brawn, I love it. If you would like us to engage with you on, on, on this job... Uh-huh. We're going to need um, some certain assurances. Uh, we need to know, because at this point, we don't know you. So Ooh. we could probably gain um, some coin just by turning you into the authorities. Now, 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 let's not. Okay, so let's Travis, when you, when you say that faster than you can even think, gravels at your throat with a knife. Um, I, I understand the point you're trying to make right now. Is that a joke? Oh, I see. Yes, because of the knife. Um, but it's also kind of defeating the purpose of getting us to trust you and side with you if your response to being questioned is to immediately go for my throat. Right. So here's what I'm trying to establish with my uh, outburst there. And I am sorry about it. I fly off the handle a little bit. I want you to know that I'm proper bad. Okay. Real nasty, right? And I know what I'm doing. And I can get you through this. If you trust me, and you should because you saw what I pulled there, and I got lots of other ones, right? I need you to trust me and just be, uh, just help out a little helping hand. No one will even, you know what? If you if you do a proper job, no one will even know you're there, right? So you really can't lose. I really could use the help. Um, and I want this. I want this. The problem is I just got separated from... Uh, some other real nasty types, right? And I think that they're still going to try to steal the uh, pin. And I really, really want the pin. I really want it. So I'm willing to offer you each one sweet 
if you'll just help me out with a plan that's already so creamy, you wouldn't believe. What do you think? Is that one sweet each? Fucking hell. Yes. One sweet each. I, I don't know how you like working for Denton. But uh, if he's run you a little bit ragged, like it is for me, maybe you don't see a lot of other options for getting a, a, a sweet of your own. So, think on it. I look knowingly at the other two and kind of chuckle and say, Oh, we have our ways of uh, getting our pleasures of the... This. Uh, I'm sorry, can I start over? We uh, do not rely on the gifts of the Dentonic Corporation. We have our own ways of uh, blowing off steam. I believe you have established your bona fides uh, simply with the number of knives that you are carrying with you. I must express some concern that uh, having competition in a score of this magnitude is harmful to our health, and so I'm afraid I must counter with an offer of two sweets each for all of us. Not I believe if you look at the risk that is being posed... It doesn't leave enough for me. Sorry. I... Now, Griffin, if you would like, you may attempt to sway... To to convince her, I don't want to use the language of mechanics, right? Yeah. If you're if you want to make a press for this, you yeah. you can absolutely make a press for it. That is what I'm trying to do. Is say I'm trying to establish this is dangerous, and so okay. we need more more payment. Uh, okay. So shall we talk so, about position and uh, effect? Right. So position and effect are the two different sort of. Uh, big things you need to think about before you take what's called an action roll. And an action roll c- sort of encompasses almost everything that you will do, right? So you will uh, have a certain skill that you're using in this action roll. There's a position that indicates sort of the level of danger that you are in while you're trying to do this, right? So there is a controlled, there's risky, there's desperate. And bad roles in desperate situations are uh, real bad. Good roles in desperate situations are real good. You'll rarely be in a controlled situation because by definition, if you're having a roll on it, there's probably some risk of failure, right? So the default is uh, risky. As far as effect, that's how much damage you're doing. Uh, I, I saw a good video that said to imagine it like a treasure chest, right? If you're trying to wreck a small treasure chest, a tiny one, you're probably going to have a great effect and destroy it. If you're trying to wreck a medium-sized treasure chest, then you'd probably have like about the effect you'd expect, a regular effect. And then you could have great effect, uh, or sorry, a limited effect or no effect if it's massive and made of iron and you're not going right. to get anywhere with it. So that's kind of effect that you're shooting for. What does this feel like to you? Uh, it feels risky, I think, considering that she seems like a, a established criminal and I am asking for a 100% increase in our payment. Sure. Uh, in effect, I would say maybe standard. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think that that's, that is fair. So let's, let's just call it risky, risky standard. Risky standard and I'm rolling. Okay. So I have rolled two D6 because I Why have two. Why two D6? I have two in sway. Okay, great. Um, so I rolled two six-sided dice, and I've gotten a five and a four. Okay, so we take the highest one, and that's a five, and that's going to be a mixed success. So, yes. All right. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to offer the three of you four sweets, one for each of you, and then one to invest in your 
business ventures. That's really the best I can do. Please, I've already outlaid a lot of sweets just getting to this point, and I really need this score, and we are running out of time. Please, boys, please. Four sweets. Four sweets and everything changes. Four sweets, and you're off. That sounds reasonable to me. And I hold out a hand for a handshake. Emmerich? I, um, <clears throat> I think it's a wonderful idea. Um, I'd like to know a little bit more about the plan, but I'm, I'm, I trust my comrades here and, um, sort of you. Beef? Beef is in. Oh, right. I'll explain on the way. Now, normally we, we wouldn't talk about a plan, but I think for this first engagement, it probably behooves to talk through, just to give you an example, I want to talk through what Gravel was going to do. And this is what Gravel explains on on the way over. Does that make sense to you all? Just so we have like a vague, I normally wouldn't want to steer in this way, but I, I feel like in the interest of efficiency, it makes sense to talk through what she was going to do. Does that Absolutely. make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let me real quick share a little bit about the prize pantry. So you should see now two sheets in there uh, in your handouts. Uh, one is a reference, just to give you an idea of what Prize Pantry is. And while you're looking at that, I'll, I'll talk about it. So Prize Pantry is a shop in Eustabin, which, as you know, Eustabin is a uh, one of the layers in Steeplechase, which is a huge sort of resort amusement park with immersive layers that are stacked on top of each other that give the rich... Uh, uh, an amazing immersive experience that they couldn't get in the outside world. It's the biggest theme park on the planet by exponential factors. And used to been is a place that's all about nostalgic feelings. It's about making you feel like you did when you were younger, be it a real experience that you had or maybe one you always wanted to have. Prize Pantry is a shop that lets you purchase boxes of cereal that have toys inside just the way they used to. Um, that you don't eat the cereal, but you do keep the prize. Once you're done with the cereal, you dump the cereal into the cereal collection tube. It gets hoovered up in through the, the pipes of the prize pantry. It gets reloaded into a new box with a new toy. This uh, map that I'm showing you, there are uh, four areas that you know of after talking, both from your experience. It's next door to the arcade. I'm assuming, have you all been there, would you say? To the prize Abs pantry? I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Emmerich? You been to the prize pantry? I would assume that there's some kind of uh, hard light constructs used in just about every every phase of steeplechase. Okay, so maybe. So I would think that there's there. like an attendant or you know something there that is that he's familiar with um, hard light wise. So yes. Okay. Yes. Great. Beef's not really a um, big cereal guy, or I mean, he's done. He knows he he cares about real prizes for winning competitions. Okay, like prize fights. Well, he's right. not a fighter; he's an arm wrestler. But yes. Um. So the the prize pantry, the areas that you know about from having been there. There is a show floor where the boxes of cereal are. There is a cereal cafe where, if your hunger for cereal has been uh, awakened by opening fake cereal, you can go buy some real cereal and and eat up. Uh, there is also an administration area at the top, uh, a couple floors, and then there is the entryway. Um, the reveal is sort of in the middle of the show floor. There's a, a, you've seen it 
probably in the lead up, uh, a large podium covered by some sort of velvet drape uh, and and waiting on the big reveal. That's on the show floor. Um, and this is what uh, Gravel's plan uh, that she had worked out was was this. This was what they had, had been uh, building towards. Slipper, one of her guys, was going to infiltrate the back office, the back uh, where the, the cereal is stored, to disable the alarms that are connected to the podium. Then Matchstick, one of her other guys, was supposed to sneak in underneath the sort of like faux stage that they've set up that the podium's on top of, was going to sneak in there and uh, using tools cut out the uh, pin from the bottom while it was still covered. And then Trash Bag, the third guy on her team, was going to make a big distraction so everybody could get out. That was the plan that they had uh, that they had worked out. Is that clear enough? Qu- question, can we switch characters and be those three? Yeah. I, those I, were I, I don't cool want to be Trash Bag, but other than that... I'd Matt, be tra- I'll be Trash Bag. If I'll, I'll, I like Trash Bag, too. I'll take Matchstick, frankly. Okay, well, then... When we are uh, working towards a um, uh, a score, which is the the language that we would use for this, um, we would need to do. I think the next thing we would do would be uh, to decide on an approach. So there are six different approaches that you can take. Okay, there's assault, which is just go. You know, assault. You're gonna do violence. There's a deception. Deception, which is a lure to trick or manipulate. Stealth is to trespass unseen. Uh, occult is uh, uh, engaging in a supernatural power. Social is negotiating, bargaining, or persuading. Transport is carrying cargo or people through danger. Now, what these approaches, what uh, it really hold dictates on. I just, you, for the record, Dad stifled it, but when I said a pepper after Justin said assault, Dad laughed quietly, and I just want that on the record. You'll get credit for that. You get credit for that after we Dad were held the laugh Wait. in, but I just want it let me, noted. Let me try it again. <laughs> That's good. We'll, oh, we'll fix that. Is that okay? Yeah. So what, what these approaches are actually telling you is what you don't have. Does that make sense? So yeah. for assault, what you don't have is the point of attack, where the attack is going to come. That's a detail you need. For stealth, the detail you need is the point of infiltration. For transport, the detail you need is the route and the means. So you're looking for a detail. Based on what I've described to you so far, um, which of these do you think applies? What would we need if we went with deception? If you went with deception, you need the method of deception, how you're going to fool people. Now, she did have, they did have an outfit, a, a like uniform Slipper was going to use to get in the back. Slipper has the uniform. She does not have the uniform. Yeah, I think we're all probably maybe a little too recognizable and used to been anyways. Right. So yes, I don't I mean, think stealth uh, taking on disguises and hiding is sort of my main power. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, I'm not willing to count that strategy out uh, out of hand. Yes, but this is the world. In, this is the layer in Steeplechase where you would be the most known. Um, so you may have to get a little creative. Because it um, sounds like what she described was a stealth approach. I think that that's probably the closest. Yes. Um, and but you I do don't... still have the point of infiltration. What you don't have is a way to shut down the alarms in the rear, um, which is in sort of, you can imagine that in a huge cavernous stock room. Um, it's not part of the show, uh, which so it's like not themed. It's not yeah. all colorful and fantastic. Um, but 
Now you know the things that... I have told you now the things that Gravel knew. That's the intel she had. What we've sort of done is bypass the gather information stage. Okay? You have a plan. That's what she was going to do. Her role was going to be more of a um, an overseer, sort of a coordinator. Um, there, You're going to be linked via communications. You've got uh, an earpiece that lets you all talk. I know uh, uh, everyone always loves that, being able to be in contact. Uh, uh, but in this small scale, I think that these earpieces will work just fine. Uh, so what do we think? Which of those approaches are feeling feeling right? Do Can I... Um. Can I? I don't know if this is a conversation that needs to happen in game, but uh, what the escape plan was once uh, the escape plan was for um, uh, I mentioned trash bag was going to cause a distraction on the show floor, something that distracted everybody, and let the other two and hopefully trash bag to escape unseen. That was a, like literally walk out, literally walk out. Okay. I will say I feel B feels pretty good about the idea of like causing a distraction. Big guy like that, uh, pretty easy to, so, you know, trip, okay. right, and okay. or do something. I will warn you before we go too far down this path. We need to take this in order because we don't want to start planning. We're not planning. When you the rule in Blades of the Dark is when you start planning, you're already done. Does that make sense? Mm. So yeah. you're not. We're not going to talk about a plan. That is something we'll uncover as we're doing it. Right now, all we're going to figure out is the approach. Can I suggest deception? Okay. Lure, trick, or manipulate, and the detail is the method of our deception. We know that a a heist is going to take place here, and we know the exact details of how that heist is going to take place, which seems like a tremendous advantage that we can use to actually score this stuff ourselves while potentially pinning it on someone else. I think I think deception is our is our strongest play, uh, and then what we what we what do, is the method of deception? What would you? How are you deceiving people? Mm, well, I, we have two options. We can either try and deceive the uh, administrative staff here at the prize pantry by telling them that this heist is going to take place and we're here to help stop it. That may be a tough sales pitch. The other method is that we deceive the other thieves. Uh, who it may be easier to steal the score from rather than trying mm. to steal it from the place itself. Mm. What job was Gravel going to do? Gravel was overseeing, which is continue going to continue to be the role that she will she will fill. How she is so we have the advantage of knowing what they were going to do. Correct. Right. Yep. And they have a disadvantage. Yeah. In the fact that gravel is not with them. What you need to figure out. No. Yes. Yes. That's true. That's true. You do have that over them. But what you need to figure out, all you need to figure out right now is the, the it seems like deception because the method of deception is what you're, unless you want to use stealth to get into the back, that is the gap in your plan right now. That's what you need to figure out. Are you I gonna, think distraction because we've got disguise, we've got, um, yeah, I say deception because deception. we can distract. Okay, we can so disguise. Here is my question: Which of you is going to be the one who is tasked with shutting down the alarm? Emmerich. That just—I mean, he's the technically oriented one. Okay, sounds good. So wait, just before we start, because we said, are we deceiving the other crew, or are we deceiving the staff of the building? 
I think that you should decide that. Yeah, I think. We are should you going to let this... them play out, or are you yeah. going to let them? Because I think those are two different roles. Let yeah. Let me make this argument that if you're going to steal it from there, it's stealth. If yeah. you're going to steal it from them, it's deception or I think assault, it's... depending on if you want to get like so rowdy. Super on. rowdy. Yeah, yeah, I think it's. Like... I think it's trying to steal it from them, especially since our gang's reputation, our thing is subtlety, right? Yeah. So it seems to me there is way more room for blaming it on the other crew. Yeah. If we go with deception. I think that's a good, let them do the hard work and then okay. we'll, we'll, we'll swipe. What are they going to do? So they can't go to the, the authorities and be like, I was robbed the, while I was is robbing. Is the plan, someone. is Emmerich going to do something with the alarm? I'm just trying to figure out the first beat that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think Emmerich, yes, Emmerich will do something with the alarm, but if we're waiting for, um, Slipper to go in first and disable it, we'll just play it by ear, right? Figure it out as we go. Yes. It doesn't it doesn't seem like we need to do anything to infiltrate this place. You're in. You're We're in. in. It's it's a question of how do we intercept the the prize before they get away with it. Right. Now, we it. have every right to be there. We're employees, right? And yeah. We can, can we be can there. We sure. don't have to For go sure. in in disguise. No. Are you going to steal it from these guys? Yes. Let them steal it and then steal it from them? Or are you going to try to steal it before they steal it? I'm going to try. I vote steal it from them. Same. Dad? Same. Okay. Okay. So are you going to deceive them into giving it to you? Are you going to steal it from them by force? Are you going to secretly steal it from them? Which of the those sort of like approaches are you thinking? I'm going to because can I can I make one other just one other point? Yeah, one other thing that Gravel would probably bring up as you're talking through this. If they can steal it, and Gravel can say, "Oh, thank God," she may not. She doesn't need you. <laughs> yeah. Well, fair. I'm not trying to undercut you. I'm telling you what Gravel would be telling you is like. If we don't get it first, I'm just going to go with them. I mean, does that make sense? Because she probably had a better deal with her crew. Okay, well, then let's do this. We're overthinking this. Let's do stealth. Let's steal it before they steal it. I think that would be more fun. I think it would give us more opportunities to, like, flex our different skill sets, and I think it would be a better... If you act fast, forward. they're going to be uncoordinated because yeah. they don't have they don't have gravel. If you act fast, you could get it before they do. I bet. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Travis, I think that's you okay a... with that? Are you okay. feeling real? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Why don't we why don't we back way up and and well some of that though I mean don't don't back yeah. up too much because I do want to explain okay. about you know Gravel's allegiances. Yeah. Um I think okay, first things first. I think we need to play it by ear a little bit cuz I'll tell you the piece of information we can't possibly have. How far along are they? How close are they? This yeah. other crew Right, so like, I don't think we have, I think we need to get in the room first. Somebody needs to get eyes on this displayed thing and okay. then we can play from there. Okay. And I I think Beef is going in for that, right? Beef as the biggest and the physical force, if something goes down for that, he's ready to like, well, assault okay. is the backup plan, you know? Sure. Okay, so we're gonna do a, uh, an engagement roll, and that is going to determine sort of where we start in this. So you get one D for sheer luck, okay? A D in this case is a die. 
Oh. You get one die for sheer luck. You get, uh, is the plan overly complex or contingent on many factors? Nope. Uh, n- no? No, I guess not. Is it particularly bold or daring? I mean, I guess it would be. Yeah, because you guys have never done this before, so I think it's pretty fucking bold. So 2D, um, can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? I don't Ooh. think there you would have any time to do that. Um, so I, I don't think that that one would apply here. Uh, and then are there any other elements you want to consider? No, I think 2D, 2D okay. is a good... That feels good to Dude, me. Well, it looks like Travis rolled one and Dad rolled well, one. Yeah, we well, did it. Well, I'd say though. it would it would be. Uh, Here we go. Uh, I'm I'm I do the roll. Oh, you do it. I don't want to dim the lights. I'm playing with my brothers. Gross. Wait, <laughs> where's the D? Well, that's what she said. <laughs> Damn it! Okay. No, where's the? Where's it looks the like die? A, it looks like a D twenty. It's in like the top bar on the top left. Ah, uh, D six. There we go. We're gonna roll two D six. Oh, six. All right. Wait, is that good or bad? <laughs> uh, that's good. Believe it or not, you guys show up. You guys show up. Uh, okay, so they got a six, which means that they're going to bypass the first obstacle. This is how good the engagement role is. They're going to bypass the first obstacle that we had in place, which I feel like was getting into the back uh, room. So you guys show up. Uh, you're you're looking around. You see that, uh, that people are starting to head towards the uh, podium for this big reveal that's about to happen. And, Dad, you see your friend. Uh, it's one of your uh, constructs. He is a, a, a hard Eustace. Light. Eustace. Oh, Eustace. Eustace. U e s t a c e. You stay. You you stays. Yeah. You see Eustace uh, walking, uh, carrying a big lo- uh, armload of uh, cereal boxes. We have uh, started to use hard light constructs in this world. They started out as a, um, uh, a something to replace sort of like animatronics that we would have in in our rides, but the technology was so powerful that you helped develop uh, Emmerich that. Uh, they've started to use them in more practical functions. So this is a hard light construct that's carrying um, uh, boxes. And he greets you. Well, hello, uh, Emrek. So glad to see you, father. How can I help you today, father? <laughs> Eustace, I've, I've told you, you don't have to call me father. Uh, but makes me but you so are old. the father. <laughs> I am a, a father. Um, I'm... I, oh, you look these well? boxes are so heavy. Wait, wait, I'll walk with you, and you can set them down. Is that? Uh, is, yes, is that please, Father, right? walk with me. Uh, help me yes. as I can. I carry some of them. May oh, Father, that's not necessary. Them. Thank you, kind, oh, kind Papa. Insane. Papa, come with me as I carry these to the back. <laughs> it's such a joy and a pleasure to see you, Papa. Oh, sweet you... Papa. So, yes. uh, <laughs> against all odds. This cat has has walked with you and shepherded you back into the back uh, storage area where you know the uh, electrical panels are are at. That just by sheer sheer fate you have bypassed and you are now uh, in the back. What happened next? Um, um, Eustace, how how where do you have to take these things? I'm setting them here, and then he sets oh, them on a yeah. shelf. Another job well done. Yes, good. Is that all you have to carry? Yes, Papa. I'm done for the day. Oh. Um, Goodbye. Wh- and Eustace wh- um, is gone. 
you find yourself, um, are you alone? No, there's probably two or three other employees uh, back there with you. But like all people in jobs where they're at the lower level, if they see someone that's not in a uniform, they just assume they're a manager from from somewhere else. So unless you do something to upset that, I think you're back here. You're okay. What do you want to do now? Yeah. Um, Emmerich wears a coverall, you know, like a, you know, a one-piece. Jumpsuit? Yeah, like a jumpsuit kind okay. of thing all the time anyway. Okay. All the uh, time? With the, with the Oh yeah, even the shower. Oh, yeah. uh, he he unzips it in the shower. Okay, that's good. And, you know, you know, let's the water fill it up. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um. Well, I I think he uh, would look around to see if he can find the. Uh, yeah, he's going to look around to see if he can find. It's probably. Ooh, you think it's a breaker, probably, or something like that? Some sort of like. It's probably near the breaker, but it's not exactly like that. Uh, here's what we're gonna do. I'm I'm gonna dad. I'm gonna ask you for a survey roll. Uh, I am gonna say it's risky because too much attention, you know, you're gonna is not gonna be good for you. Uh, but the effect is probably standard. I mean, it's uh, you're you're just looking for what you think is the is the panel. So go ahead and give me. Um, let's call it a survey. Survey says, is this risky? Yes, risky standard. Risky standard. Risky. That's what they call me. Risky standard. All right. No bonus die. Submit. Oh my god. We love it. I mean, you love to you you hate to you love to see it. I guess you love you to hate see to see it. We love to see it. Okay, that's fair. Dad rolled a six, which Hell is yeah, he did. Uh, very very good. I Dad would say. always rolls a six. He's very talented. Dad at doesn't games. always roll a six. He's very Often good Dad at games. I roll a six when I run a roll a hundred sided die. Right, right. Uh, yeah, perhaps. So, Dad is a that's a six. That is a success. You, uh, this is gonna sound wild, but there there is a, a box right next to the breaker, and it says alarm <laughs> in letters. <laughs> like it says it says alarm panel here, and uh, you know exactly where it is. Do you not can, mess with. You can uh, uh, walk right over to it. Okay. Okay. You know where the alarm panel is, Dad. There are maybe two guys in here, and uh, I don't think that. I mean, you had a success. I don't think that they they think anything about it. But they that. But if you start fucking around with the panel labeled alarm, they may. I don't oh. know. Now, Justin, I have a question. Did yeah. Gravel give us a description of the other crew? Uh, hmm. Let me think on that. Maybe basically, like you know, you're not looking at a uh, 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 artist recreation of their faces or anything. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you know basically what uh, what they look like, um, and they do not seem to be either of the two cats that are already there. Okay, great. Emmerich, action still with you. Okay. Um, we are in communication, right, with the earbuds. Correct. Mm -hmm. I'm going to reach up like I'm scratching my ear and activate the earbud and uh, tell the other two, I am in position at the alarm. Um, if they can do something to draw these guys away. Okay. I'm assuming that you were sort of talking quietly to yourself. Um, 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 I am in position, the eagle has landed. Okay. Um, 
but there are people here watching, and if I try to do anything with the alarm, I, I believe I may uh, come to some misfortune. Right, uh, okay, so um, can you just sort of snuff them out? Uh, kill, um, kill them? right, yeah, just sort of snuff them out. It'll be real nasty. Oh, that, that's not really my bailiwick. Um, Good, I'm, that was I'm, a test. You shouldn't go willy-nilly snuffing out lives, you maniac. I don't even know why you brought it up. No, I'm sorry, though, I can't help. I'm your eye in the sky. Um, I, I... Here's what I can say. There's nobody else headed your way. It's just those two in there. I think, um, I, I have, uh, an idea. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone, and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world. Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside, you can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. 
and we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2 schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that. Go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin. And 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now, back to the show. Since the dawn of time, man has dreamed of bringing life back from the dead. From Orpheus and Eurydice to Frankenstein's monster, resurrection has long been merely the stuff of myth, fiction, and fairy tale. Until now. Actually, we still can't bring people back from the dead. That would be crazy, but the Dead Pilot Society podcast has found a way to resurrect great dead comedy pilots from Hollywood's finest writers. Every month, Dead Pilot Society brings you a reading of a comedy pilot that was sold and developed, but never produced, performed by the funniest actors from film and television. How does Dead Pilot Society achieve this miracle? The answer can only be found at MaximumFun.org. All right, Beef's in the main room. We know Emmerich's in the back. Montrose, what are you doing? Are you, are you with Beef, just kind of like surveying? Um, I am wearing my finest, my finest fancy garments. Okay. Uh, and I walk into the room with an air of, I, just, I deserve to be here. Uh, just trying to look my absolute, my absolute fanciest. And I'm looking you around see it's at working. Things. You see people around you, and they're looking at you like he deserves to be here. Like they're they're into it. I'm like examining the podium. Like, mm hmm, mm hmm. This looks right. Uh, excuse me, good. take a step back, sir. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna need you to take a step back, sir. Thank you. Uh, I want to wave down, uh, like an attendant. That was a big guard. Yeah, it sounded like a pretty big guard. Just from trying to do my big guard voice. That was a big guard. Um. My mistake, my mistake. Uh, excellent job. That was a test. <laughs> and you have just succeeded in passing it. Please step away, sir. My my mistake. I take a step back. Excellent work. What's your name? Uh, my name's Kevin. Thank you. Never know when to stop dreaming. Please move it along. I like that, Kevin. I like that. And you really shouldn't even be talking to me when you're on the clock. Correct, sir. Please step away. This okay. Place- <laughs> Do you want to continue the conversation, Griffin? Uh yeah, kinda. Okay, great. No way, Travis. I I want uh beef to do his thing. He's talking to this guard. That's what he's doing right now. You, what are um, you doing right now? We'll come back okay, to that, uh, Montrez. Don't you worry. I would like to wave down an attendant, somebody who's like handling getting boxes for people. Perfect. Uh yes. How can I help you? My name's Dan. Oh hey Dan, it's a pleasure. Are you looking beef. for the perfect match? Between what? you and a prize? Because, uh, yes. Uh, Dan, I'm going to stop you right there. Dan, 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 Dan. It's me, Beef Punchley. 
the mountain of meat, you know, the slam and slab. Um, I'm a a little young. Were you in your, are you in your prime now or would you say? That's not important, Dan. We can talk about that later. But I'm looking around here. I don't see any uh, beef berry, any beef berry crunch. Beef Berry Crunch is available in our cereal cafe. The cereal but I don't see cere- any of the boxes here, Dan. You know, sir, that is a great point. You're, abs- you're absolutely right. You know, we try to have a cornucopia of cereal experiences yeah. represented on our show floor, and I do not, I do not think Beef Berry Crunch kind of a um, kind of a collector's item. I think retro. Would be so cool if we if we uh, if we did some beef berry, but no, we don't have any beef berry on the floor. Are I, you I sure? Maybe moving. they could check back in the back, back in the warehouse. Hey Dan, look back in the warehouse. I sure would appreciate it. I'm pretty busy. I get. I mean, but for you, beef. I, I guess. I guess. Sure. I, I mean, I could go look. All right, Travis, give me a sway roll. Let's see if you can convince Dan and. I think that this is not risky. I mean, I think that this is controlled. I mean, it, it, it yeah, I don't really, <laughs> the worst is going to happen is Dan say, no, I'm not going to yeah. do that. I don't really lose on it. He's like, uh, no. And the effect I think is pretty standard too. You're asking an employee a very reasonable request. Yeah. Could you look in the back? Uh, bonus dice. No. Okay. Here we go. Ooh. Well, 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 oh my God! Well, trash. that's a that's a one and a one. Did you have two in sway? Or no, you had no. No, I would sway. have to take the lowest, and that's hard to Which choose. I on think two it's a one. Yeah. Holy shit! Hold on a second. I mean, I have to see. I have to see what to do here. I think it's an unmitigated failure. Would I be mean, yeah. it's going to be an unmitigated failure? But I have to feel like. Does he just not feel guilty? About the fact that they have he just not walks away without <laughs> answering anything. I mean, I, here's what I will here's what I will say, Trav. It's a really good time <laughs> to have a bad roll. Yeah, because really, I mean, the stakes of this are. I, I'm trying to figure out a way of. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a way of penalizing you, but like, I really, I can't, I can't think of too much that I could that I could level against you here. Let me see what the. Uh, well, it could penalize his ego. That's true. Hold on. I'm trying to look at. Okay. Believe it or not, on a controlled uh, on a controlled roll, a four slash five or a one to three result gives a scoundrel a chance to try again. Okay. So I'm so I hey, I'm so sorry. I'm super rushed though, and I just can't. I I gotta go. I'm so. Oh sorry. yeah, I totally understand. I'll just go back myself and look. Absolutely not. I get you know oh, that I yeah. can't allow that. Oh okay, man, I, that that breaks my beefy heart. If you want to try to push it, Trav, you absolutely can ask again. I'll be. I will let you do it again. It will be risky this time. Come on, man! Can't you please go back there for me, brother? Let me think about it. <laughs> It's risky now, right? Now it's risky. One and a four. Jesus Christ. That's a one. (sighs) Yeah, I'll go look for but I'm here's what I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna take a lot of time looking, all right? But I will take a quick look because you say that you're somebody and I don't want to get in trouble with the, you know, the higher ups. Well, I mean everybody's somebody. I mean Okay, I'll 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 be right back and Dan 
starts walking off to the to the uh, to the rear. Emric, that's when you see the door fly open. Hey guys, hey guys, can you guys help? I I have like so many people out there with everything going on. Can you guys please help me out? I'm I'm looking for Beefberry Crunch. Do we have any empty boxes back here? Uh, and the three of them start looking for uh, a Beefberry. A Beefberry. Is it Beefberry or Beefberry Crunch? It's Beefberry Crunch. Okay. It originally, it started off as Beefberry, and everyone was really confused by that. But then we figured out if we just put Crunch on the ends, we, we it, people understood a lot better what it was. Fantastic. Okay. Um. The, so that yeah, Emric, they're they're distracted. They're they're looking for Beefberry. I think that um, Emric, uh, in the guise of also looking for Beefberry to see if there's any. Oh, I don't know. In the alarm box, opens the alarm box. So just to be quick, I just want to double check real quick. <laughs> Are you loudly <laughs> announcing as you open the alarm box? Let me no, see no, if no, there's no. any in here. Body language. Oh, okay, just body good. language. They're Looking distracted. Around. Don't worry about that. You're fine. Okay. You're fine. All right. You got a window. Uh, opens the alarm box. Okay, pal. It opens. And it's fucking wires, man. <laughs> it's wires for days. If you want to have some sort of impact here, you're gonna need to uh, you're gonna need to roll for it. I'm assuming. Right. Well, no, I won't assume. What are you well, What are you doing? Well, tinker. You're gonna tinker. I'm gonna use my tinker skills. I have two dots in tinker. But to what ends? To disable the alarm. Okay. So you want to you want to disable the alarm? Well, now hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to understand something. Okay. If the goal is to deceive the other team. No, that's not the goal anymore. Remember, we're trying to we steal know. this thing before. We're going to uh, steal it before they steal it. Okay. Okay. All right. So, Emmerich, you're going to disable the alarm. Yes. Let's see. Uh, let's call that a um, uh, risky for sure. And Business. standard is like, I mean, that's what you'd be getting into something like this for, right? So, I, I think... It is risky standard. Okay. I, oh, I see. Okay. Five and a one. Oh, lucky, lucky. So we'll take that five. It's a mixed success. You uh, hearken back to some of your old, you know, you've wired uh, systems, not dissimilar from this before, but uh, at, at one point while uh, rewiring things, you get shocked. Ah, and the uh, Dan and the two uh, warehouse workers are uh, look over your way and start uh, walking towards you. Let's cut over to Montrose. You are uh, talking with a guard uh, that you uh, that you were interested in for some reason. Yeah, and he's asked you to step away. What are you What are you going to do, Montrose? I've I've stepped away. I'm I'm continuing to try and have a conversation with him, but I want him to know that I respect his authority. Thank um, you, sir. I appreciate that. I appreciate someone who is as uh, skilled and competent at their job as you seem to be. My name's Dominic Goodparty, uh, and uh, I really? am. Yes, I'm in the event planning business. It's not my real name, but legally it is. I changed it to Dominic You're... Goodparty. Um, have I you... could swear that I've seen you around. I mean, you. I, I would swear I've seen you around. Don't give away my. Uh, don't give away my. My. I want to say something up front. 
I st- I have established that uh, Montrose wears a mask everywhere he goes, uh, yes, like a hard light mask. True. I don't think I would roll in here with my just my regular old Montrose face on. Uh, okay. Fair. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I think what you're going to have to accept is that if you want to wear the mask, it will hide your identity. But people are, it's going to be really, really hard to get people to trust you. Like, people are, it's weird that you're doing this. Okay, then so how like, about this? I'm not. I'm not wearing the mask. I don't oh. want to be recognized. Yeah. Okay. It's. It's not. I have a face under there. Oh, it's just. A, okay. It's just a very. Pl- it's just a very plain face. Okay. Um. Hey, it's a beautiful face. Thank you. I'll, I'll accept it. Um. Yes, Dominic. Good party. Good party. Event planning. Um. And I have to say, this is quite a shindig that uh, your higher ups have thrown together here. Um. Security is. Sir, I really, Griffin. If you want this man to talk to you, you got to convince him because he has told okay. you to step away. Got you. Got you. Uh, anyway, I don't want to tell you, I don't want to get you in trouble, but it seems like you do have all the- You uh, need to roll your die to keep this man from, from taking some action against you. I have produce- you many times as thought I produce a set of climbing gear that okay. I have brought with me. Uh, okay, he's intrigued enough to see- <laughs> He's intrigued said, enough to see I where did, you're going with this. I did just find this in the alleyway, and so- Oh um, my gosh, you're kidding me. Yeah, and, and listen, I, I've i seen this happen a lot of times. You look left, right, you look forward, you look backward, but you forget to look up. And I Griffin, think you go have ahead and mark one up. on your load for me. Yes, it's actually two. It's uh, actually two. For the, okay. for the climbing gear. Uh, what load did you go? Now, I did not ask you guys. Yeah. I don't think that I probably need to. Um, I think we'll just call it normal unless you all have some sort of uh, opposition to that. To, to having a normal load. The way Blades in the Dark works is you don't have to take, you don't have to specify the uh, the loadout that you're taking. What you do have to specify is like how kitted out you are. So yeah. one to three is a light load, which le- makes you less conspir- conspicuous and faster. Four to five is like normal. Six is heavy. Seven to nine is encumbered. Now, four to five four to five load you look normal so you look like a scoundrel ready for trouble yeah i don't i think i'm light i, I go, think you're I'm going light okay light. so that's yeah. that's you use two i basically have three load points that i can spend on gear in the moment when i need it okay um, uh, and we Montre- also get one free load because of our our um because of our crew great point okay so am i is it are you guys going in uh emmerich and and beef are you guys going in light or normal uh beef is more of a normal guy Okay. Normal? Yeah, I think uh, normal. Okay. That probably made you, uh, we won't deal with it right now, but normal for the future, it will be tough with normal if you want to do a lot of like convincing people you are not a criminal. Not a criminal. Because (laughs) someone who's normal like has some tools. By the way, um, will you look at your your character sheet there, Emmerich, and see if... um, your tools that you use tinkering tools is checked is checked okay so you got you got that accounted for in your load um mm-hmm. so you found oh shit damn it i knew this would happen i try i tried to tell them i tried i up up crime it is the scourge of uh, the security personnel uh and i am so you fa- you f- you just found these lying in the alley uh, 
Yeah, I guess they were trying to keep a light load. I'm not sure. I, I, it's hard to get in the mind. It's hard to get in the mind of these criminals, isn't it? So, Griff, uh, would you say that right now what you are doing is attempting to sway or consort? What would you say? Would you say you're trying to? This is a lie. This is uh, a lie. This is a lie. I'm trying to, I want to get under that stage because I know that that is ultimately where they are going to want to go, the other team. And so I am trying to divert as much security, as many eyes and security person, personnel away from here. And the roof is about as far as I can think to. So it's sway, baby. Try and send them. All right. Well, let's let's see. So what are you trying to get him to do? Uh, go check out the roof. Okay. Let's uh let's call that a sway. I think this is definitely risky because it's a big yeah. lie, but uh, I think the effect is probably still standard. I mean, I no, it's going to be tough because I don't think he would leave his position. I think he would radio it in. Okay. But I tell you what, let's see how let's see how the roll goes before I start micromanaging. Uh, okay. Uh, do I get a bonus dice because I've used. A tool. We haven't really talked much about how bonus dice factor into things. Uh, okay, well, let's see here. Uh, you can normally get two bonus dice for your action roll. Some special abilities might give you additional bonus dice. For one bonus die, you can get assistance from a teammate. They take one stress, say how they help you, or give you plus one D. Um, you can also push yourself to give yourself another uh, die. What were you thinking that you would get a bonus die for? Producing this climbing gear, having a prop, doing some light prop work. With my friend here. I'm trying to figure out if that would be applicable here. It doesn't have uh, to I don't be. know if that's a thing. Okay, then I won't use it. No okay. bonus dice. Don't need it. That's a six and a four. We'll take the six. Hot. Whoa. You guys are crushing it. That's Not a, me. That's well, a, a couple of us are. That's a complete success. Okay. <sighs> All right. All right. All right. Uh, give me the gear. I hand it over. Do I take it off my? I guess I brought it already, so I've expended that yeah. load. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Give me the gear. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go check it out. Um, you know what? I'm going to do a fortune roll to see if he does go check it out, or if okay. he sends someone to check it out, because I don't know what right. he would do. Fair. So I want to do two. So fortune roll is just sort of like something where the the players aren't. Uh, in con- in control of it, but I don't necessarily want to make the decision because it dictates too much. So we're just gonna see where where uh what what the the fates say, baby. So that's a fa- uh sorry that's a uh a six. I'll be dang you guys are killing it. Yeah, all right. Um, uh, I'll go check it out. Hey, can you do me a favor? Um. You seem like another professional. Can you hang out around here and just kind of keep people's hands away from the uh, the, the the pin? Don't let anybody peek it? under it. Or, or there's been some uh, vloggers around that want to get a, an early peek. Um, it's just right here behind me. And the obviously, I mean, he doesn't need to say that. It's it's pretty clear. Is it in a um, box, or is it just the pin itself is under? What you the clock? see is a like four inch by four inch square that you can tell is a cube, right? It's a four inch by four inch cube that is about six feet elevated off of the ground uh, on a, on a, 
you can't really tell, probably a pedestal or something, but there's a large uh, purple drape draped over it. Um, so you can't, that that is what you see. Okay. Yeah, that is not a problem. All right, um, he schleps off to parts unknown. He takes your climbing gear and he uh, he heads out. Beef, what, where are you, what are you up to, my man? Right now, uh, here's where we're at. Emmerich has disabled the alarms. And uh, you, you uh, uh, Griffin, or, sorry, Montrose, have uh, lured away the guard that is standing nearest to the stage. Um, tell me about the method, the the uh, dumping of the fake flakes into a thing, and then the tubes carry them away. Are the tubes visible? Can I see them? After you check out, there is a, a, a four foot by four foot pink square that's labeled prize zone. You stand there, and, and there's lights that are on there, and there's like, uh, they're booming music. It's like a big moment when you open it up to see what you get. Then after you tear it open, there is a uh, receptacle, not unlike, um, uh, what do you, th the, the, the things that you put your 3D glasses back into, sure. you know, yeah. that kind of idea. And you just up in the box and dump it right into this receptacle. And then there's a, and you see it sort of a Willy Wonka style vacuum tube, just cereal just blowing up, uh, blowing through this fat tube and you dump your box next to it. And it is, uh, the boxes I think probably just go into like a recycling thing. Um, there's also a plastic, uh, like jewel case amaray around each box that keeps people from opening them, uh, in, in the aisles. And those are stored behind the counter. They just unlock those with a magnet and, and toss them behind the counter. Uh, and that is the, that is the system. And I think the cereal is probably blowing into the back uh, and being collected in like big, big bins. So wasteful. Well, then they reuse it. Oh, the cereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all reused. It's all reused. Okay, I'm gonna position myself close to that, close to like the receptacle and stuff, and then I'm just gonna kind of keep an eye out for the crew members. Oh, okay. All right. With the theory being what? What's what's your rationale? Uh, that prize area seems pretty rigged up for good distraction fodder. Okay, all right. Um, things are going so smoothly for you guys. The thing that is ha needs to happen now, and this is what gra you hear from Gravel. All right, all right, it's all going real smooth. We've had great luck here. Uh, what I need is someone to go ahead and steal the fucking pin, if if anyone would be so kind. Thanks. Well, do do I see any you of see, the... from your perspective, here's what you see. You don't see Emmerich. He's in the back. You see, uh, you can see uh, Montrose standing near the stage, and you don't know why, but fucking Montrose is just standing there by himself right near the stage. Uh, unaccompanied. That is what you. That is what you see from your perspective. You probably actually d do know why because you could hear yeah. uh, via the the earpiece. Are you guys comfortable with those being always open? Does that make the most sense? Just so yeah, we don't have to keep catching people up. Yeah. Okay. And do I see any of the other rival crew? You wouldn't probably. I mean, I I don't think that you you would. You could do. Um. You know what, Trav? Why don't you go ahead and uh? Let's call this. I think this would be. Hunt or survey? I mean, are you looking for? You're probably. I mean, what do you think? Hunt or survey? 
Um, yeah, I think in this case it's survey because specifically the sense trouble before it happens uh, and gather information about opportunities or exploits as described in survey is what I'm looking for rather than trying to find someone to hurt them or find someone to like attack them. So I think survey is the way to go. And I'm going to push myself because the timing of like creating the distraction and everything here feels uh, important. So by pushing yourself, you're going to take uh, two stress, right? Yeah. You're going to take two stress to give yourself an extra die. And we can deal with with, with what stress is. But a, a good way to think about stress, and this is the way they, that uh, John Harper explains it in the Blades of the Dark book, is the ability to take on stress is what separates you all from other people. That ability to push yourself beyond the limits of what normal people could do, that is what separates your scoundrels from the, the other denizens of Steeplechase. Uh, so you're you... going to put push yourself for a bonus die. Yes, which will put me at one die, because currently I have zero in survey. Um, what uh, input value? Is it risky? Is it risky? No? I mean... Okay. Well, yeah, it is risky because you know it is risky because if you miss it, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. If you if you don't see them, then it, it would be negative. So yes, I would okay. say risky standard. Got it. Which, by the way, I know we're saying that a lot. That's kind of the default, and they they even say in the books like you could probably be fine just like using risky standards. Uh, so that's a three. Damn. So that is a uh uh. Let's see. You know what? This is a very important moment, and I'm going to. Oh, I can push myself or take a devil's bargain. Yes, yes. I can't do both. Um, could you do both? I mean, at this point, listen, it's early on. Uh, hold on. A devil's bargain can give you a bonus die, but it's only before the roll. I thought devil's bargain was you. Accomplish the thing, but you... A GM or any other player can offer you a bonus die if you accept a Devil's Bargain. Common ones include collateral damage, sacrifice coin, betray a friend, offend or anger a faction, add heat to the crew, suffer harm. The Devil's Bargain occurs whether the, regardless of the outcome of a roll. It's always a free choice. If you don't like one, um, then you uh, you don't have to take it. But if you pay, make the deal, you pay the price, and you get the bonus die. Okay. Okay. Well, so we can do it, but but this is a new rule. So if you want to go back and take the devil's bargain, we we can. No, I think I don't know. I don't know where they are. But um, Montrose, are you ready to make the grab? Why am I speaking in the beef? It should be the Linden voice. Uh, Montrose, I don't see the other crew, but um. Are you ready to make the grab and I'll make the distraction? Or how do you want to... You want to make the grab and then I make the distraction? Well, okay, all. because of the... Um, the You you did not uh, uh, manage to spot the, uh, the, the guy. Um, but I'm going to put a clock. Okay, so clocks are a way of... Monitoring time, or uh, progress. Yeah, in general, generally speaking, yeah, yeah, that's been my clocks, experience. In my creation, 
clocks are now in my clocks, fantasy worlds. Okay, so what I've done is I made a clock called Rival Thebes, and you know this is happening. Uh, and I'm going to this this clock represents uh, represents their progress in stealing the thing. Uh, you don't have any insight into what they're doing, but this I am telling you that you are now one. Uh, I've ticked away one of the steps because of uh, Beef's inability to spot this guy. Uh, this is he beefed it. He beefed it. So when this clock runs out, they will steal the thing and get away with it. So the the race is on. Um. Okay, Montrose. Are you, do you want me to trigger the distraction now or? I think, um, well, first of all, we need to, in the future, talk about how we are going to um, converse over these things because, regretfully, my autonomous sensory meridian response has been absolutely zooming. Um, I, uh... No, no, no. That's that's all. That's all well and good, but um. Nope. Stop it. People have earbuds in. You can't do this. I got a uh, one more one more uh, piece piece of the puzzle that I think is really gonna bring this whole thing together. What are the vloggers like in this room? How many vloggers are we talking about? Um, they're they're pretty easy to spot, right? Because they have the uh, the cameras. Sort of. They have. They've a, got a, GoPros. No, they 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 don't. It's like a uh, an attachment on their back. It's like a back rig, and then coming up over them, there's sort of like a uh, um, imagine a selfie stick that was attached to your back and just sort of like arcing out in front of you. So like, and then it had like a camera at there, and you see them like basically yammering on to themselves, but you okay. can tell they're streaming, right? Because not everybody can get to steeplechase, but there are still people who are obsessed with steeplechase. They are so excited to see this pin. Like, they cannot wait to see this design. This is a big moment for them. Okay. And I would say I, there's probably, let's see. Yeah, four. I want to work the room with those five specifically and prepare them for uh, an exciting press-only opportunity to get uh, just some, some, uh, some, you know, Merch photos, uh, just so that because the once they unveil it, once sorry, once we unveil it, it's going to the hubbub is going to be there's going to be a rush, and you know you're going to get a bunch of noggins in the way of these. Okay, they probably shots. have like a they probably have like a an assigned area that they're in, right? Oh, that's so fine. Like that's a, fine. A this, that's, yeah, that's not. So an you issue. go over can... and talk to them. What do you? What's your spiel? Uh, hi everybody. Thanks for coming. We're really excited to have you here. Uh, just to let you know, uh, the higher-ups uh, have permitted you all to get some exclusive product shots of the pin uh, before we unveil it to the Ooh. public. Um, we oh. Just a limited time to uh, secure You're those. that gang? This guy here. What's your name? Uh, my name is uh, Dominic Goodparty, um, and I'm a PR rep here for oh my uh, gosh do you work for dentonic are you like a separate entity uh well i'm under contract from dentonic because i've never met i've never met you before i don't think and i, I go to these events all the time yeah we're new uh, so do you normally want these... they handle these internally right gang and they're like talking to you but they're also kind of talking to the camera so Listen, they're like filming it 
they do have their own internal PR teams for, uh, you, you know, print and traditional press. Uh, so I hope you're not offended that they've sort of siloed you all off and hand you off to, to me uh, to sort of not really give you all the... Listen, they don't want me to give you this scoop. But I think the work you all are doing is important. And you're reaching out to people. Oh my gosh, thank you. This is an exclusive uh, photo opportunity. We have to be a little bit discreet, but um, if you you just follow me. Is this just for us? There's like four other vloggers, but they're not really paying attention? Uh, I want everyone. No, this okay, this is for everybody. So everybody's like has turned towards you. Uh, So if everyone can follow me, we'll do a quick. Oh uh, my gosh, but we're gonna miss the shot. You're gonna get the. Sh- you're going. I'm giving you the shot now. I know, but if we miss the big reveal, that's the moment everybody's waiting on. I'm giving you all an exclusive reveal. You know what? Never mind. If you all want to take the photos with the hoi polloi in the way and not get the footage that your viewers and and your audience want, craves, that's fine. Uh, just forget I said anything. Okay. Um. I'm gonna say, hey man, risky standard sway. Let's go. How do you get advantage in this game? Is there advantage in this game? Because that was a good line. It was a good line. Yeah, that's a good line. It, it it's not mechanical. One and a, a six. A one and a six. Uh, All right. Uh, okay. So where? Okay. We're so thrilled. Thank you for thinking of us. Where should we all go? And they're all kind of like nodding to each other, like, yeah, yeah. Where do we? Where do we go? Uh, head up right next to the podium, and I'll just kind of uncover it on one side, and you all can get the, the footage that you need. Um, so we should walk onto the stage? Uh, yeah, it's it's fine. I, I've uh, told security what's going on. Uh, they're going to turn a blind eye to us this once. Okay, Maybe. right now? Right now. Right now. Let's move. Okay. Um, the six vloggers uh, with their cameras and everything, and they're they're chattering to each other. Uh, and you see them walk up onto the uh, the they walk up onto the stage, and then the, uh, you hear from the back, "Hey, get down! Hey, we've got people trying to make a run at it. Hey, everyone, uh, we've we've got several vloggers on stage. They were trying to pull the curtain off, and you see three or four security guards start to make their way towards the stage. What do you do? Uh, I know we have a lot of distraction irons in the fire, and this would be the time for us to execute them. I do believe. Okay, great. Um, uh, beef is going to lean up against that big tube, the pneumatic tube. Like, he's just resting, but he's going to push against it, uh, and he's trying to knock it loose. <laughs> okay. Um, so he, I'm going to tra- wreck it. He's trying to... You're going to wreck the tube. I'm going to wreck the tube, baby. Wreck the tube. I think this is probably... You know what? For a tube, I'm going to say it's definitely risky. Um, and, uh, stand, I mean, I get, I don't want to say it's desperate because this isn't life and death, but people are going to be like, what, what is beloved, what is beloved arm wrestler, right? Or boxer? Where do we settle? Arm wrestler. Beloved arm wrestler beef. If beef can't have great effect against a tube, what is he here? What's he doing? And this is a moment too, where like, this is the distraction is like his moment. I'm going to push myself again. Because uh, can't listen. you elect to push yourself after the roll? I, um, no, I, I don't get the sense. I mean, looking at the action roll section, it does sort of like look like you need to add the die beforehand. Because otherwise, okay. it's sort of like, what is my effect? 
I would like to have great effect. <laughs> I think yeah. you would all like to have great effect on a tube. I mean, it's just so str- – I mean, you're a human man. <laughs> you're just a human being, and this is like – Oh, well, no, hold on. I took the trait that lets me do a feat of superhuman strength. Uh-huh. So I'm going okay. to say that this is where that comes in. Just how does like, that work? Is that like a one one and done kind of deal? or what, I how think does you have it... to take stress in order to activate that, right? Is that the way that so works? So it says you can push yourself – to do one of the following, perform a feat of physical strength that verges on the superhuman, or engage a small gang on equal footing in close combat. So I'm pushing myself, right? Yeah, you're pushing yourself, take two stress. I did, okay. Okay. Um, A five and a five. Whoa. All right. Um, How did you reflect the, okay, so this is the feat of superhuman strength. We're saying it's a, a five and a five. You, Holy shit, Beef. You didn't know that you still had it in you? Like, when you're doing this, you're feeling the way that you used to feel when you're arm wrestling. You could feel the the stress of it pulled against you, and you could feel the stakes and the stress. And you didn't know that you could still do this, but in this moment, you are, like, alive. And you feel your muscles, like, start to strain your shirt, and you yank this tube out, and it is just sucking. Right, I'm, I'm leaning against it. You find yourself. Well, here's what's happened right now. You find it. There's this huge tube of suction, and things are starting to get sucked up into this tube. Oh, I thought it was blowing up. What? It's sucking. It's suck. It's not blowing. It's sucking. You've un- yeah, you have gotcha, a gotcha, giant. Gotcha. You've now unhinged a giant vacuum tube that is sucking people. <laughs> there are people who are starting to feel themselves pulled towards it, such as the power of the serial tube. And I'll tell you, they're fucking distracted. Yeah. People are really into this. And Beef is definitely doing something in case anyone's like, whoa, whoa, so what? Sorry. Oh, sir, no, what, uh, what did you do, sir? The tube Excuse came me. loose and I was trying to catch it. The tube came loose? Yeah, brace those people or someone's gonna get hurt. <gasps> okay, they're fucking distracted. What do you do now? I, I, so I am uh, like barking orders, right? In my biggest, boldest, biggest beef voice of like, guards, hurry, grab those people. They're gonna get hurt. Hold down the, fo- we have to protect these people while I try to get this back in place. You, you, help I mean, those people. This- you're doing great effect. Like, this is a mess for sure. Yeah. I mean, they are listening to you. I think this is a very stressful situation they find themselves in. Anybody want to steal the pin? Or yeah. So where in, are we at vis-a-vis that? In this chaos that is now happening with all the vloggers on stage trying to get pics of this thing, and the security personnel rushing them, uh, I am going to run towards them also and be like, what are you doing? Get down from, you can't be up there. And and just run towards them. Uh, just basically trying to get into uh, the crowd so that I can stealthfully grab the, grab the box. Okay, so it's, it's under the, the sheet still. The, the box is under the sheet. Um, what? Oh, okay, I have a, I, okay. How about this? I run up, and I'm running up towards him, like, stop, stop, what are you doing? And I'm going to knock the podium just over as I go towards them to stop them. It's chaos, baby. Okay, you knock the, so you're running to, so you are now in the role of, you're pretending to, like, stop the vloggers from. And 
Okay. Uh, I also I also have on me fine clothes and jewelry. And if this is something that I had time to prepare, I would like to say that that jewelry is a bunch of pins that I am going to scatter to the ground like so many like so many beautiful caltrips. Okay, so you're throwing a bunch of pins on the ground. You have no idea what this pin looks like, so you're definitely not trying to pretend it's the pin, right? What's the goal with like throwing the pins on the ground? Just more, more I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you run, the vloggers are like getting ready to get their shot, right? But now- but They don't they, know what it looks like either, right? I'm not concerned about whether or not the vloggers get the shot. I just wanted bodies up there so that when I grab the thing- it's not instantly obvious that I have just run on stage and grabbed a pen. Okay. So um, they are, is this, so they're looking at you. I'm not going to make you roll for this because all you did was throw some pins on the ground. They're kind of looking at you like, what, are, is this the pin? Is this swag? What, what do we do? And they're still filming over there, right? Like they're, they're, they're not really paying attention. They're kind of confused by you throwing pins at them, but they are still v definitely filming the vacuum disaster. Uh, okay. I think that there is, uh, and I've knocked the podium over. Did I, did I see the thing topple out when I knocked it over? You knocked, you knocked the, po did you knock the podium over? Yes, you did knock the podium over. Uh, well, you know what? I'm going to need you to roll for that. Oh, really? How heavy yeah. is this podium? Well, I need to know how it's going to go. Okay. Can I I don't say... know if it's attached or not. I need you to roll to tell me if it's attached. I don't know. Can I, can I argue a skill? So one of the finesse things is employ subtle misdirection or sleight of hand. I'm trying to misdirect everyone with these mini pins. Well, while... okay, here's what I'm saying. Everyone is looking at the fucking crazy shit with the vacuum. You are good on misdirection. Okay. But you know what? it's not going to get, le like, you reach a point of infeasibility, right? Like, there's still people who are, thinking about it but like they're as distracted as they're going to be by this incredible calamity that beef has created okay emmerich when you heard this calamity start what did you do because i think that that also gave you a window where the three that were starting to look at you they are now like probably making their way outside because all of a sudden weird shit like um uh uh papers and paper clips and gum wrappers and magazines and all kinds of random trash is blowing through the tube right now. So I think those guys are going to the the warehouse workers. Uh, Dan gave up, I think, on the beefberry crunch, and the warehouse workers are going to see like what the hell is going on. They probably are looking for a way to shut it down. If I had if I had to guess, so you have an opening here. Uh, what what do you want to do? Um, I'm going to um, summon Eustace. That would probably be a tune. Well, yes, it's a tune. A tune. Yeah, I'm going to use a tune. So in the game to... of Blades in the Dark, there are ghosts. We don't have ghosts. We have hard light projections that are standing in for ghosts. So Dad is playing as a Whisper, which is normally someone who's very adept with like supernatural forces. In our game, we're using that metaphor as somebody who's like very adept with with hard light. So you know Eustace is here uh, somewhere. Um, and so you can try to attune him, which is sort of like uh, an all-purpose... Um, supernatural type uh, role, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Should I roll before I tell you what I want to uh, communicate to yes, him? Yes. Tell, tell me what you want to do first. I want to communicate with... Oh, that kind of spoils it. 
I'm going to communicate with Eustace to ask him to do dear old Papa Dad a favor. Okay, let's. That seems like a good boundary. Let's roll an attune on that and see. Okay. Risky. Um. Yeah, because if you're staying in the back, there's a risk that they're going to spot you. Standard. Okay. Five. I, it's not instantaneous. In fact, it gives it, there's enough time that one of the guys walks over and starts walking towards you. But you do see Eustace in front of you, and the other guard is not within earshot yet. Yes, Papa. How can I help? Oh, Papa. Uh, Eustace, Everyone, my boy. it's my Papa. <laughs> Hello. It's so nice to meet Eustace's co-workers. Um, Eustace, um, could you do Papa Dad a favor? Anything for you. Um, yes, um, I believe um, they need um, you to carry one of your uh, cartons of boxes. Oh, I'm very out. good at that, Papa. Yeah, I, I would like you to carry uh, a carton of boxes out to the, the display where the, uh, where the podium is. It, let me just take one box out. Um, so that there's just this one hole. Would you mind running this out there to the to the podium? Anything like a, for you, like Papa. A good. Anything. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, good. And then he uh, takes a stack of boxes. Any certain boxes? No, just as long as there's one cereal box uh, out. What is the what is the cereal box that the prizes? I don't think the pen doing? is in a cereal box. The pen is Not just anyway. in the on the podium in the box. It will be placed okay. in a cereal box at some point, and then it's like a sweepstakes type deal. Um, just just carry these out to the to the podium um, towards uh, the rather plain looking gentleman. Sure, Papa. And then uh, thank you. you. Uh, uh, Eustace goes outside carrying a, a big sack of boxes. Okay, I have an idea now. <laughs> okay, now we are pan, pan over to uh, uh, Montrose. You see a hard light construct. I don't think you would probably think anything of it, um, but coming out of the back room. Um, and then you have some vloggers that are still filming the vacuum debacle. Uh, okay. I would like to... Uh, the vloggers are still near the podium, right? Right. Maybe I want to bump one of them into the podium. just to fur I want to run towards them and make it look like I'm trying to control... This situation. Okay, um, but you're going to... S I feel like if I just lift up this curtain, reach in, grab the thing... Like, it's hard to do that discreetly. Okay. But if okay. I can get it on the f ground, then okay. maybe it'll be a little bit easier. Okay, seems good. Um, let's call this, then... Um, probably finesse. Okay. Right? I mean, you're trying yeah. to make it look like something else is happening. Finesse it. Okay. Uh, risky. It feels a little desperate. <laughs> I think it's desperate. It's desperate. Yeah, it's desperate. Which me, which has has big implications if it does not go your way. Uh, effect standard. Uh huh. Uh, and I'm gonna push myself to take a bonus die because mm -hmm. this is uh this feels like a big one. Okay, that's a four four two. Four, four, two. So we're going to take the four. It's a um, it's a mixed success. You uh, are doing some like fancy fancy maneuvers. You're trying to like uh, shoo them away while at the same time you're knocking the podium over. And you uh, throw you uh, have an action where you sort of like are trying to throw one of them, 
but you lose your balance and you both uh, fall into the podium and it topples over. Do I see the pin come out? No. What? It's, it's it's still covered in a huge purple drape. So what you've done is you've knocked over the whole thing, but it's still completely covered. Uh, okay. Oh, my, my mistake. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm going to stand up, and while I stand up, just kind of try to subtly grab the... The... Oh, no, you know... Oh, man. You want to stand up and grab the... The, the cloth? The, thing? the cloth? Do you have a knife? No. I mean, I could have a knife. You have a huge vacuum behind you. Oh, yeah. Do we... <laughs> How far am I from the vacuum? Mm. I mean, I'm imagining like 20 feet. I mean, you're you're at the... But, but like, it could be closer if you got a good idea. Uh... We know where this vacuum ends up, right? Yeah, it blows into the back. Okay. Uh, I want to try to, in one swift movement, stand up and try to uncover the pin and then kick it like a soccer ball toward the toward the vacuum. Okay. Is that a lot? It's a lot. I'll let you do it, but it's a lot. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to call this wreck. <laughs> wreck? I don't know what else it would be. I mean, what are you yeah. doing? You're not... You, the subtlety is over, right? You you got knocked out. You knocked yourself over with this other person. There is a podium covered in uh, a gigantic purple cloth lying on the ground. If you want to try to... Chuck the cloth and the podium into the vacuum. I no, will not let the you. podium. I'm not going to throw the podium. a podium. Okay, so you're okay, trying you to- You know what? I tell you what. I'm going to unco- First things first. Let's take this in order. Uh, I want to- I'll, I'll, I'll try to- uh, As I write myself and stand up, I'll grab the cloth and try and move it off the box. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that- It slips right off. What do you- You're holding the cloth, and then you uh, pull it away- so you can uh, reveal the prize inside. When you um, reveal it, though, you see uh, something you missed before, a hole where the podium used to be. And you look down into the hole, and you are looking into the face of Matchstick. And he holds up the pin in front of his face and says, MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.